Welcome to the Enterprise Excellence Podcast, where our purpose is to help create a better future. Learn from our world's experts how to improve your organization sustainably. Learn how to achieve and sustain an excellence journey for yourself, others, and the planet. I'm your host, Emily Jevons, coming to you from Brisbane, Australia. We are proudly brought to you in association with SA Partners, a world-leading business transformation consultancy. SA Partners is a truly purposeful company focused on helping organisations achieve sustainable improvement for themselves, others and the planet. And I'm your host over this next month as we celebrate all things Agile. We're calling it the Agile Month and we're going to bring you some of our most impressive podcast guests on the topic of Agile. We've timed this in line with our launch of the Enterprise Excellence Academy's ongoing series of Agile events, which are focused on helping organisations deploy Agile to the whole enterprise in any industry and in any role. We will be delivering at least one highly practical capability building event every quarter. Our first focus is on the Agile High Performance Teams course, which offers a combined Scrum Master and Product Owner Accreditation certified by Jeff Sutherland's company, the Agile Education Program. We are super excited to be able to offer our listeners a chance to join us for free at the end of the mid and end of the calendar year, so June and December. We will draw out a name from those of you who enter and offer for you to join us, either in the event of your choice or in our Enterprise Excellence community. You will get membership there for one year. We really want to help you create a better future as well. To enter, go to our website and click on the giveaway button in our header. You can read a little about our community and the training that we offer there. Enter quickly to ensure that you are in the next draw and we'll look forward to e-meeting you soon. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. So today, Brad and I will be doing a short and sharp overview of Agile in any and every industry. This is already our wrap-up of the quarter, Brad. Yeah, it's gone quick, hasn't it? It has, yeah. We're up to episode 130. Yeah, it's wow. It's crazy. It seems like yesterday that we started. I know. Gosh, we've come a long way. Yeah, and it's the mm. fourth year. can't believe that either. Fourth year of yeah. podcasting together. Yep. And such amazing guests and amazing knowledge and information. Like I've gained so much and learned so much through the journey too. So it's been been brilliant. I hope our listeners have too. Yeah, and I have too. I'm lucky enough to edit each episode and I'm learning a lot too each week. Yeah. Um, so Brad, we're um, talking about agile in any and every industry. Why are we talking about that today? I think for me, it's really important with the times we're facing now and what's coming ahead. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of challenges that are happening. I know companies are already feeling it now with rising interest rates and inflation. And it's it's going to be the fittest and most agile that can adapt that will basically survive through and do really well through these times. And unfortunately, others won't. It's a bit like nature, really. You know, the, the whole most adaptable survives and keeps going. And I think it's really important times that companies consider elements like this to be able to navigate what's happening now and what's to come. Yeah, I know it's all over the news each night too, the particularly uh, hospitality at the moment, little cafes are putting their prices up because they're 
they're finding that people aren't eating out as much now. We're trying to save all our pennies for rising costs. Yeah, rising costs and everything else that's going on with it. But it's important times that companies become really fit. You know, it's about being match fit to be able to navigate times like these. And in Australia anyway, we've had 30-odd years of without a business cycle. And globally, yes, there's been the GFC and many other countries cop that. But, um, yeah, it's been a long time without a business cycle. Yes, yeah, sitting pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All right, well, let's get into it. Um, how does Agile work in every and any industry? It's traditionally thought of as an IT sort of subject, but now we're finding it can easily help companies of all types. So, yeah, how does yeah. it? Well, the closest thing out of the lean world is the work that Mike Rother did with Toyota Carter. And if you think of Agile, it's very much like that. It's creating a system for constant card of improvement, which Mike talks about from studying Toyota and their culture and their system. There's also another key part of Agile, which is the uh, coaching carter. It's leaders very much empowering, creating autonomy with their people, but also that level of accountability and then coaching to really develop and grow the best out of the people. What Jeff Sullivan and Ken Schwarber have done is basically distill down a simple formula and structure, I should say system, that a company can use to actually create agility in either project teams or across their whole organization, totally connected from, you know, the senior executives to frontline. And that's the beauty of Agile is learning about it. You can actually learn how to make Toyota Carter happen, how to get a culture of scientific thinking and innovation improvement every day, how to truly lead this type of culture and this type of organization. And ultimately the result is that agility that you get. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying Agile has got its base in Lean. Lean's more about tools and techniques well traditionally although i think mike mike roth uh, got deeper than the tools with lean also and got down to the the cultural piece and the systematic thinking of toyota carter and the coaching carter but you know it's still like well how do you do that you know how do you create that in your company and i think that's what agile's done so well it's documented and created the system and the structure that you can actually create that culture because it just doesn't happen by saying you want to do it you know, it takes behavior change and it also takes some really strong systems uh, to be improved within your company. Right, yeah, yeah. So the um, can you talk about some of the kind of those real practical elements of Agile that yeah, yeah. an organization can, it doesn't take long to learn, does it? No, it's very, very simple. Practical. Yeah. The, the best acronym I've got for it is North, South, East, West, where Firstly, you deploy strategy and culture so it's connected from the top line strategy and purpose and vision and goals, the true north, where it becomes connected all the way down through the organisation where every team ends up with their version of that that connects to that top line vision, purpose and goals. And that's that strategy deployment. Also, you can deploy culture at the same time where you're taking the company values linked to the purpose and starting to help teams define that in relation to the behaviours they need to focus on improving to become more agile. Yeah. And then there's another element to it too, which is the east to west, if you think of a compass, and that is starting to get real value stream or internal and external customer thinking going. So a lot of what we're about is that true focus on customers. And if if you're a traditional waterfall or, you know, silo type 
structured company where you've got your divisions and all that. Yeah. You really need that east-west where teams start to understand the total process from supplier through your business to customers, and they know the part they play and who they serve, that next person in the process or next team in the process. Yes. And then from there, it's basically staying to establish connected high-performance meetings and visual performance from frontline to top. And the way that you connect that is through basically which teams are interdependent. So if you imagine it, you end up with these frontline teams that are executing work, really customer-focused and purpose, vision-focused. And there's working for themselves, getting autonomous, but also accountable. And then they're executing work in a focused way, getting great outcomes for customers. And there's a bit of structure to that that we won't go into today. But then you need teams of people above them meeting because maybe there's multiple teams that rely on each other to actually produce an outcome for a customer. So they have to be coordinated. There might be challenges that come up amongst them that need to be handled at a higher level. And that's called a a, a scaled daily scrum or a scaled team above that. And it's that connection through to the executive or the top based on interdependencies. How do we connect teams so that impediments can be removed, but we can keep prioritizing and keep focus and coordination between those teams Mm. And it's basically how you do it. You'd, it's depending on your company, you'll have some form of this already happening because the company's already functioning. They've got to have something like it going. Yeah. But what Agile and the Agile Enterprise does is just takes it to a whole new level. Yeah, makes oh, and, and you, yeah. Yeah. And is someone from that top line um, coming down to the frontline scrums or is it more that the frontline scrums happen and then anything goes up and then anything goes up again? Or are there yeah. managers from each level maybe coming down into the frontline daily scrums? Definitely. One of the key leadership behaviours, Louie, what you're talking about there, Em, is um, you know, it's leading from the front. You know, Leaders going to where we create value and really learning and understanding and then based on that learning, taking coaching, coaching action. And that won't necessarily mean coaching the front line or supporting them. It might mean they need to coach a leader below them to then help get, you know, better outcomes and yeah. and progress forward. So that's Gamba or leading from the front. And there's a number of other behaviours, but I guess the other one I should mention it is that senior leadership really owning that system of strategy and cultural deployment and also a system of reviewing progress at least every month and helping the organisation overcome challenges and, and adapt if we need to. Like is a plan that you put together last month still relevant? Still, yeah. still relevant. Still bring so customer, yeah. Yeah, that's another important factor. And there's systems around doing this and ways that you can learn. And that's why I'd recommend to any listener looking to enhance the agility and ability for their organizations to adapt and move right now, it'd be yeah. to, first of all, learn. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know to help that we've got a webinar coming up, haven't we? So, yeah, yeah. if you're interested in joining a webinar with Brad, just hop on onto our website and uh, you can register for that. Yeah. One way we can, yeah, we're starting to to give a little bit more, aren't we, Brad? Yeah. So, Brad, have you got an example from Agile in your kind of field and your consulting and training work that you can share? Yeah, I think the best one, oh, many, like there's um, the great work that BHB is doing across a massive company where they're, it's more of a lean, with some elements of Agile into it but they are connecting from front to top, getting that real internal customer and purpose focus going, which is great. 
The other one is uh, Priestley is a big uh, cake and sweet manufacturer in Australia. They're doing a great job of deploying down performance minis right down to the front line and getting that connectedness right way through and using strategy and cultural deployment and then multi-level um, scrums or huddles. Uh, the other great example from a long while has been Signet, you know, doing a great job with strategy and cultural deployment and then running performance meetings there. Frontline scrum or huddle that happens in their ink factory is one of the best I've seen. You know, the ability for them to really front-led, frontline owned, um, driving performance and improvement, leading culture. It's just brilliant. And that's happening in Australia, which is great to see. There's some good examples happening out there. Yeah. Have you got one that we can upload to our YouTube channel and point people yeah. to? Yeah. Yeah. But we've got a video we can put up on Priestley's running Scrum or Agile in their factory. We can put that yeah. video up in the next week. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, have you um, have you got an enterprise excellence two minute tip for us? Yeah, I'd say the first thing I'd say is for organisations and to. See how you can engage at the most senior level of the company. If it can't be the whole company, start at what level you can and learn. We've got three courses that we're running upcoming that are very much tailored to generic industry, not IT specific across any industry, health, you know, manufacturing, supply chain, retail, you name it. And it's first of all, learning about how to run a high performance team using Agile. Then how do you create an Agile enterprise where the whole company is connected in Agile? And the next is leading an agile organization. How do you lead an organization to create this culture of autonomy, but also high performance um, based on that? And that's what I'd recommend. Start with learning. And then after that, I'd recommend, you know, look at coaching and how can you get that constant support and energy to help yourself continue that journey. There's a great book that Chris Butterworth and Morgan Jones did on that on why bother, which is how do you keep these journeys going? It's yeah. not good enough just to get, education it's out of you then keep tracking the journey and going for a long while i recommend go back and listen to the episode with morgan jane on why bother uh, for those that are interested yeah cool yeah well you think about all the coaches involved in just one sporting team hey and ah we need more coaches in our professional lives that's for sure yeah these journeys go for 10 years you get dramatic results the whole way through but, yeah. you know, to really make it stick, you're talking five to ten years. Yeah. So it's, it's well worth it. Yeah. 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 Agile in any and every enterprise. It's pretty exciting. And, yes. yeah, we're going to be um, the next four episodes following this one are going to be all about Agile from some of our guests. Yeah, yeah people can really reflect and learn on those. Jeff Sutherland and you've got there also coming in, Eve Modiok. And we've got Avi Shear and all sorts coming in. So there's some great learning to have. And we'll be doing the webinar and the courses upcoming too. Yeah, cool. All right, Brad. Thanks, well, thanks. Louis. Thanks. <laughs> See you later. Catch you later. Bye, Bye. For now. So as you guessed from this episode, we're going to start reducing the size, the length of our episodes and our chats with our guests. We're going to try and keep them in about the 20 to 30 minute mark so you can easily cover one on your drive to work. So this is based on some feedback that we have from our listeners and we always encourage you to give us some feedback about how you think we're going and what what you would like to hear on the podcast. Uh, So that's it for today. 
Don't forget to enter the draw to win a place to join us in either the community or in a training event that's happening across the country. So to enter that draw, go to our website, the Enterprise Excellence Podcast, and click on the giveaway button. Just pop your details in there and you'll go into the draw to win a place to join us. Okay, until next week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.